0: Up, It's the Sharp 600 brought to you by Covers.com. My name is Joe Fortinball. Welcome to episode 118 of the podcast. Today, we're going to Las Vegas to visit with one of the smartest minds in the business, Ed Sammons, manager of the race and sports book at the Westgate Superbook. He's going to join us to preview the AFC West, the Raiders, the Broncos, the Chiefs, the Chargers. Ed always brings it and you have to pay particular attention Because he's not a man of thousands and thousands of words. I'll be able to stretch a segment for four hours and say nothing. The gift of gab, as they say. Ed is very succinct. And within his analysis, he tends to lay out a couple nuggets that if you're not paying attention, you might miss them. One of the smartest minds around. He understands the game. He's been in it a long time, and he knows what the smart minds are doing. He also knows what the public's doing, so pay very close attention when he joins us to talk about the AFC West. Now, once our divisional previews are done, and I'm envisioning all eight done by the end of this week, we're going to turn our attention to some other NFL futures, but we're going to bring the college football focus back in the play as well, so stay tuned. Power Five conference previews, futures, all that good stuff here. On the sharp 600. Now, before Ed comes on, I got to give you a lean. I always like to talk about one or two teams or angles I like for each division. And for the AFC West, it's very simple. Over on the Los Angeles Chargers, they opened at nine with their win total. It has since been bet up to 9.5. I think they get to 10 wins, maybe even more. Now, this is a team that I and many others have been riding and dying with the last few seasons. The Chargers have so many metrics and so much talent that points in the right direction. The problem, however, is that they can never seem to get out of their own way, whether it be injuries, missed field goals, bad play calling in the fourth quarter, you name it, the Chargers continue to stumble despite a relatively smooth sailing path to success. This year, once again, I'm going to jump back on the train. I'm going over nine and a half on the Los Angeles Chargers. I think the defense carries the way for years. We remember this as a team with Drew Brees, with Ladanian Tomlinson, with Phillip Rivers. I think now the tide has turned. Good quarterback play, strong offense, but it's going to be the defense that brings this team to the promised land. So maybe sprinkle a little bit on a Super Bowl future, but in terms of the over-under, over 9.5 wins for the Los Angeles Chargers this season. Pay that man his money. To the Las Vegas desert we go, manager of the race and sportsbook at the Westgate Superbook, longtime friend of the program, Ed Sammons, joining us here on the Sharp 600. Ed, it's great to have you back. How's your summer been treating you?
1: It's been great, Joe. How about yourself?
0: Very well. Thank you. But excited for football season to start and excited to talk about the AFC West with you today. We'll jump into the teams in just a moment, but I wanted to get your early thoughts. Sportsbooks opening in New Jersey and other states around the country now that PASPA has been rolled back by the Supreme Court. A lot of controversy to an extent over some of the prices that are being offered. What do you make of these early attempts from the books in Jersey and beyond?
1: Well, I mean... There, there's a lot of different places being run by, you know, a lot by William Hill, some by the MGM, and then you have a few of the European con- uh, companies that have come over. And when you see most of the complaints, it's coming from the European companies because their pricing is different over there than it is in this country and what's everyone used to in the Nevada sports book, but I'm sure they'll quickly adapt to what's acceptable in uh, the USA. And, uh, you know, if they're going to compete with everyone else, they're going to have to adapt.
0: Speaking of adaptability, this new helmet rule that we've seen on display through the early games in the preseason, it feels as if the refs in some situations are creating more of a problem than they are a solution. Do you think these new penalties that are being handed out, are they going to have an effect on totals or sides when you guys are setting lines?
1: Well, I mean, it it reminds me of uh, some of the things they've done in hockey when they emphasize basically they don't want people grabbing any kind of uh, the shirt or interfering and things like that. They'll basically make their point in the preseason, and they'll just get carried away and call everything. Even if it isn't a penalty, they'll just call it just to emphasize it. And then as a regular season starts, they'll back away from it and then they'll kind of uh, have a meeting and see where they are. So I I would be shocked if they're throwing the flags in the regular season like they are right now. I just think they're trying to get the point across. And if you think about any of this NFL stuff, and even college football right now, and you look at plays what you saw 10 years ago as to what you see now, the players are backing off as far as the hits. I mean, it's a slow process, and it's going to take time, and it's a culture thing. But it's happening slowly but surely.
0: All right. To the AFC West we go. The Kansas City Chiefs defending champions of the division over under win total of eight and a half. Now, they've won nine or more games in five straight seasons, but they're making a big switch at the quarterback position from Alex Smith to Patrick Mahomes. Are the Chiefs still the best team in the AFC West, in your opinion? And what kind of action have you been seeing on their win total so far?
1: Well, the Chiefs are always a popular team. They're a very public team. We have a lot of people from the Midwest come out here, and we've seen quite a bit of uh, public money on the Chiefs over wins. Now, I've also, on the other side of the coin, I've seen a lot of the sharp guys who we know through the years, and they like the Chiefs under wins. So, you know, we, we definitely have uh, double action on that. But I, I think the Chiefs, The Chiefs are doing the right thing. I mean, Alex Smith was there for, you know, I'm not sure how many years. It felt like eight years, five years, whatever. But they just seemed like they reached a certain level, and that was it. And they drafted Mahomes two years ago, and I give Andy Reid credit because he knew he wasn't going to win a Super Bowl with Alex Smith. And I think Mahomes has a lot of upside, but he's a rookie, and it's going to take some time. So I think for the long run it's good for the Chiefs, but for this year it may, you know, be – Something that's going to hurt them.
0: Denver Broncos win total sitting at seven. They were five and 11 last year, but they had notched double digit wins in four of five seasons prior to that. What does the Case Keenum addition look like for the Broncos? What's it going to do for their squad? And what kind of action are you seeing on Denver? I've noticed an uptick since the opener on the juice regarding the over.
1: Yeah, that, again, Denver's another team. If you've won a Super Bowl in the last, say, 10 years, the public will always put that in their memory bank and believe that it can happen again. So we've seen quite a bit of money on the Broncos to win the Super Bowl over their season wins, and Denver's our biggest liability to win the AFC West division this year.
0: Interesting. What kind of price movement have you seen from when you opened until now regarding the Broncos to win the division?
1: Uh, we started, I believe, around 6-1. to one. We're currently at 9-2. to two. So they're not exactly long odds, but, you know, there's some. You know, it's public. I mean, this money's public money, and you know that they, they, a lot of people are buying into the Case Keenum thing. You know, I, I think Moore is. He was in a great system in Minnesota where they had a fantastic defense, so they didn't really ask him to do a lot. This Denver team is just an aged team that's just trying to put band-aids on something that needs a total tear down and a rebuild. So, I, I'm not big on Denver this year.
0: The Westgate opened the Chargers at nine and has since moved the win total to nine and a half. Now, Los Angeles has suffered a couple early season ending injuries to cornerback Jason Verrett and tight end Hunter Henry. How much love are you seeing for the Chargers? And do you think this team can finally get out of its own way and meet the lofty preseason expectations?
1: I believe this is the year for the Chargers. They, uh, their, their defensive uh, front is just phenomenal. You watch these, these two ends, and it's like a race to see who can get to the quarterback first. I mean, their pressure is just unbelievable. And it, it's a team that if they can play from ahead, then they don't need Phillip Rivers to throw the ball 50 times a game, and it will definitely help them. And, you know, I really think that the Chargers, like you said, if they can get out of the way, of losing some of these games that you always scratch your head at. I mean, last year they started 0-4 and, and still rallied for 9-7. and 7. And those first four games, I think they missed a field goal of, you know, 37 yards or shorter in three of the four games to win the game. It was just, you know, mind-boggling. But that's the Chargers' M.O. But I think this year they're going to get it all out of the way, and I think they're going to dominate this division.
0: The Raiders have a win total of eight at the Westgate. How is Vegas approaching, and when I mean Vegas, the the betting public, the people who live there, how are they approaching the Raiders this year versus last year? Because after the news that they were going to be moving to Vegas, I'd imagine you had a lot of excitement last season. Are you seeing the same thing this year?
1: Last year, there definitely was an excitement level with the Raiders because they had scored so many points the year before and it kind of ended disappointingly when Carr got hurt and then the playoff fiasco with the, you know, I think it was the third-string quarterback at that point, Connor Cook played. And, you know, last year people kind of were back on the Raiders' bandwagon and they just played so miserably and they stopped scoring the points that they had scored two years ago and people quickly turned away from the Raiders. Now this year we've seen some money on the Raiders to win the Super Bowl, uh, definitely public money. You know, I, I think their odds are just so short. I believe they're twenty to one right now, and I think you know they should be double that. But people are more than happy to bet them at those odds. The Raiders are a real tough team to try to understand with the new coach, with Gruden, who hasn't coached, I believe, since it's been so long. I mean, fifteen years or some amount of time. Um, and it, it's just the Raiders are a team that. I feel like they can go in either direction. I have a feeling it's going to go bad, and they're going to win six or seven games this year. But if they won nine, I guess I wouldn't be that surprised. If they won the Super Bowl, I'd be shocked because I don't think they have that talent level. But they're a team that I definitely think is third best, possibly second, with Kansas City going to the rookie quarterback but I really don't have a strong opinion either way on Oakland.
0: Even though there's so much uncertainty regarding head coach John Gruden, do you see his, him as an upgrade from Jack Del Rio?
1: Um, I mean, I guess a little. It, it's just I think Del Rio kind of got a, you know, they blamed him last year. You know, two years ago he was the, the toast of the town with him going for twos when the Raiders had scored. They went for two and won some games like that, and, you know, he was like the riverboat gambler, and then last year they fire him. So I think, I think honestly, they're probably a wash. Most people have recognition with John Gruden, but I don't think there's a big difference.
0: All right, Chiefs, Chargers, Broncos, and Raiders, two-part question. How many of those teams do you think are legit playoff contenders, and how many are legit Super Bowl contenders?
1: Well, I, I would say the Chargers are definitely a legit Super Bowl contender. And I would put the Chiefs, if things work out with the rookie quarterback, as possibly a Super Bowl contender. But that's asking a lot for a rookie quarterback to step up, essentially, in his first year of starting. I think the Raiders have an outside shot of making the playoffs at best, and I think Denver just needs to tear it down and rebuild.
0: Final question for you. Outside of the AFC West, is there any particular future that you've been keeping an eye on that you might like?
1: think there's some value on a team that for some reason they won 11 games last year and they went to the Super Bowl a couple years ago and somehow they're forgotten it's the team in the NFC South the Carolina Panthers I think there's a ton of value on them this year you can get them easily at 40 to 1 around town and I think it's a team that can win that division and I think they could make some noises here. So keep your eye out on the Panthers.
0: He's the manager at the Race and sports book at the Westgate Superbook in Las Vegas. If you're in town, you have to swing by the Superbook. It's the best shop in the business. Say hi to Ed. Ed Sammons joining us here on the Sharp 600. Ed, terrific stuff as always, man. We appreciate the time. We'll talk soon.
1: Okay, Joe. Thank you.
0: It says here we should work in teams. Who wants to be my spotter? All right. That is your AFC West preview, courtesy of Ed Salmons, manager of the race and sportsbook at the Westgate. Shout out to Ed for always being so generous with his time. Love that, dude. And like I said, if you were in Vegas, you got to swing by the Westgate. Say hi to Ed. Say hi to Jeff Sherman. Say hi to Jay Cornegay. Those guys are doing great work over there. Thanks for rolling with us today, everyone. Always greatly appreciate it. We're back later in the week. We've got a couple more divisional previews to go, and then it's time to turn our attention to college football. Be well, and best of luck.